like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... The way you started it out, it was like, are you ready, Melissa? Uh-huh. Vanessa? Yeah. And then yeah. it turns into a ballroom blitz. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, are you ready, kids? I can't hear you. This is definitely not a SpongeBob situation. Well, oh, more I things maybe, in life should be a SpongeBob situation. Well, I mean. I it, thought maybe you were going Chipmunk's Christmas song, you know? Oh. Alvin. Okay. <laughs> See, we each had our own thoughts. I think violin music. Time for beer, more like. Hell yeah. Beers. What is the rhyme to that? It can't be anything good. Beer. Um, my dad says that when he was a boy, he slowed down the record and found out it was just Dave Seville singing real slow, and then he got freaked out. <laughs> yeah, Bob's dad's who's an actual engineer. Yeah, actual engineer dad was like, oh, I'm going to slow down the LP. What the F? Yeah. Yeah, sounds like whale noises. Yeah. That's what yeah. It, yeah, Dave Seville is a whale. You go to Disneyland and you go to Turtle Talking with Crush and you ask if you speak whale, I think the whale comes. Yeah. It's pretty rad. Wow. It's Not a, that anybody can go to Disneyland. You yep. can't do that right now, right now. But I'm just saying, like, get pumped. Give you something to look forward yeah. to so you can continue wearing your mask. Ask Crush yeah. if he speaks whale and you're going to be delighted by what your eyeballs see. Yeah. Be like, be like hey, do turtles die of COVID? And they're like, no. <laughs> Turtles don't get I'm covered. I'm not sure. <laughs> but I don't want to find the out. The science isn't decided yet. <laughs> I um, have a call in to Dr. Fauci. <laughs> no, speaking of COVID, that's a really, it's sad, but it's a good tie-in. But um, I found this is like good. No, it's good news. Oh, thank God. Um, okay, good news. I, like, no, I thought you were like, hey, million people dead now. Awesome. I, they're all American. Um, yeah, they're no. getting there. It, apparently, um, in Australia, they figured out how to use the beer that went stale when everybody went on lockdown to like as renewable energy. So they're powering 1,200 homes a month with old beer that you can't drink anymore. Wait, and I wait, think that's amazing. Wait. How is that possible? I don't they're know. powering homes yes. with old beer. Science. Old beer. Yes. So they donate it to the local water treatment plant. That beer okay. is con converted into Biogas. Sure. Sure. Okay. Which is then to Bio-Yoga. Yep, Bioga, which is then used as electricity to power the plant. And the beer donations have boosted energy production to new levels thanks to its high calorie content. So it's doing amazing things for oh, Australia. That's Ladies and great. gentlemen, don't that's let your skunked beer just don't throw it. Just don't don't, don't pour it, it down the goddamn drain. Give it to Australia so they can make a house work. Why can't we give yeah, it to man. America and then just because we're idiots? No, no, no. <laughs> Good point. no, like if you have old expired beer, just pour it into your electrical outlets. Cut down on your electricity bill. There's, yeah. you know what? Nothing that nothing bad That'll, will happen. That will definitely work. Hey, oh, if you got old beer, just stick a fork in a light socket and die. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely how electricity works, right? Yep. You just feed it into the socket. 
That's yeah, you, just a little mouthy. Yeah, you dip the yeah. fork into the beer in the and then the feed put it in. into your ass and then poke <laughs> the tines into the socket and electrify your ass. That's how you do it. That's yeah. how you do it. You want to ground it by wearing rubber-soled shoes, though. Yes. I mean, so you like don't have naked, to. F- naked fork in a butt, but rubber-soled shoes. Right. Then you'll Safety be first. Yeah, yes. Let's let's think about the children. <laughs> one tine in the pee hole, one tine in the power socket. See what happens to your wiener. Send us a picture. No! Send us a picture to podcastmom at podcastmom.com. <laughs> <laughs> no. If you if you guys actually do try this, uh, we were joking and you can't sue us. Exactly. Yeah. This was all 100% sarcasm. And if you're really that big of an idiot, you have what's coming to you. Yeah. We didn't do it. You <laughs> what's did coming it. to you is... It's 29,000 volts. 29,000 <laughs> volts straight up your ass. <laughs> straight up near your pee hole. It, straight into the straight pee hole. Into your pee hole. Who doesn't want... Straight into your... What were we saying last episode? Your pleasure quadrant? Yeah, your pleasure, your quadrant. pleasure quadrant. quadrant. That that might ruin your pleasure quadrant. Permanently. I don't know. Or charge it up, you know? Ooh. Turbocharge dingle-dong. Hot, hachi-chachi. A little excitement in the boudoir with this electro dick. Yeah, spice things up. Yeah. With electricity. Spice up your Star Wars fan mate with an electrified penis. <laughs> yep. That's you can call, Okay. Okay. I mean look. That's look, that's sure. all I got. Call it your ion cannon. What's up? <laughs> slow clap. Slow he gets clap. A slow clap. That's I don't know if I deserve clap. it, but I will take it. I will accept it. I'll no. accept the praise. Well I'm not gonna give you a slow clap, but I am gonna give you a Hi. 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 Welcome to the Booze and Bruce podcast. We are the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories, drink thematically appropriate beer, and Bob and shove electrified forks up our pee holes. Yeah, exactly. And Bob struggles to find paper. This Look, this is my oh, job, no. right? This is content I create for the Patreon. Patreon.com slash Booze and Bruce show sketches. You can enjoy them. I do really good ones. You'd like them. Yeah. It's worth a buck. Come on. What are you doing? You got a buck? Cheap? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Also, I forgot to post those for like a month, but then I remembered. They're all up there now. Oh, good. <laughs> They're all, we're all caught up. It's good. It's good. You're going to love For those of you that were like, where did these go? They're there now. Oh, they're there. They're there. Don't they're, you worry. There's, there's an ass load they're of there. them for you to enjoy. Yes. Yeah, uh, there's hundreds. So, yeah, but no, we are, I mean, this is going to have pictures to them, um, but... This week, we are starting a new brewery. Aren't we excited, yeah, everybody? Brand, boy, brand new brewery. I'm excited. Yeah, boy, howdy. Am I having a great day? This is delicious. Yeah, Great. Yeah, I I'm haven't tried jazzed. mine yet. You might not hate it. It's warmed up. It's opened up. It's not so harsh in the back end. Tastes really oh, good. It's a little fruity. You, it's I, very strong, which makes me think you won't hate it. I don't like it already. Just give it a sip. Just uh, let's get sip a it. sip, sip, sip it. Just sip it. Sip it. Sip uh-huh. it. Oh, fucking hell. Use your words to describe <laughs> the flavors to the audience. It like it went down the back of my throat yeah? and seized it up to uh-huh. the point where it was like, can I actually swallow this? Mm-hmm. Because it's so piney and bitter mm-hmm. that my throat is actively revolting. It's like, this isn't food. <laughs> this, I don't know what this, this is. This isn't going to tummies. Hey, why don't you I stick can't a eat fork? a pine tree? Like, no, you're not supposed to. That's like putting a fork in a socket. You don't do that You either. need to train the body to eat pine trees. That's the stone yeah. brewery difference. Yeah. Ugh. 
Yeah, my, my body's really happy about it. So Well, good. I'm glad. Yeah, so we've moved on to the the new brewery that we're featuring is Stone, yes. which is, they have a local outlet uh, here in Southern California for us. They're primarily based down in San Diego. Yep. They're yep. kind of all over the world now. They're one of the bigger ones that we've done since quarantine. Yep. But it just worked out because I was right by one you, of the breweries and I could pick up the beer. <laughs> yeah, you were right fucking there. Yeah, you were just in the I neighborhood. I was right fucking there. And they had a seasonal that I wanted to try. Oh. So. Yeah. You, I like that you went back though. I did. I look. You're I, not giving up on it, and I am proud of you. No, I think I am very yeah. soon giving up on. Oh, it. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, I might pour. But it you into did go back. You did try it twice. I appreciate that. Look, I'm growing as a person. I, I, my Google Calendar reminded me that tomorrow's my birthday. Like I didn't fucking know. <laughs> Thank you, t- t- computer. Your uh, funny story. Your Google cal- my Google Calendar reminded me it was your birthday in the middle of a voice session this morning. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. Where, it, where it dinged incredibly loud, both on my computer and then through the microphone to his computer, mm-hmm. and he was like, "What the fuck?" You're welcome. Like, now everybody knows that it's my birthday tomorrow. The man it on was, the other end. It was shocking. It was shocking. Well, you're welcome. So in celebration of your birthday, I've given you beer that you hate. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which seems and what, appropriate. How dare you? <laughs> like, I'm going to make you miserable. How dare you? I pick beers that you like all the time. That is true. You are considerate of me most of the time. And I could have picked up five IPAs from Stone. No, that and is I also didn't. true. You were at least a smidgen considerate there yeah. as well. I appreciate it. I'm just saying. I'm like, wait, I'm a bad person in a lot of ways, but I do try sometimes. But you try sometimes, and that's yeah. why we're friends. Because of time, that effort you put in a little bit. This time goes this this goes in the try column. Yeah. I think we can um, all agree on but that. But yes, so anyway, so to um celebrate the brand new brewery, the beer we have actually is called Tiki Escape IPA. Mm-hmm. Um it is uh, Good. It's good. That's what it is. It's an IPA. It's good. And and we'll come back around to it, but it's super cute. It's got the gargoyle has like been all tiki-ified. Yeah. It's in a it's in a bottle, which I don't yeah, think we've had craft beer in a bottle for a hot minute. Yeah, yeah it's been a while. Um but um, yeah, so and so because of that, we went tiki. What's yep. tiki? So we decided on haunted Polynesia. That's right. That leaves us open to many of lands. <laughs> You looked at me for a second, and I was like, did we not decide on that? No. Is that not what we decided? Because that's what I did. I think the camera froze, to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> so I did not look at you like, we are, what are you doing? We're going to have two different themes. I was like, I did my story. It's, it is what it is at this point. It is what it is. Well, so yes. let's, uh, let's tell one of these stories. I want to hear it. I want to hear about these tiki ghosts. Did you have to look up what Polynesia was to pick your ghost story? I did. I was like, well, which countries are technically considered Polynesia? Because I didn't want to be a dickhead and then pick something completely outside of that. Yeah, I did same. I did same. Educated. I went, I, went, I went easy. Low-hanging fruit. Did you do Hawaii? Yes! Low-hanging okay. fruit because it's me. Letting but those anyway. fruits hang low. Vanessa yeah, did not wobble do. to and fro. You did not do. I picked a country and then found a story, and and but we'll see how that turned out. All right, tell me, <laughs> you're up first, boo. Am I really up yes, first? Yes, you are. 
I don't know why I never know that. I don't know why you think I would have figured it because out. Because I am podcast mom and you are <laughs> you are fancy tuna. Your job is to not know. <laughs> My job is to be fancy. Yeah, you uh, be fancy. Uh, so I'm going to tell you the story. So I decided, I looked up what are Polynesian countries. Yep. One of them was Samoa. Okay. I decided I was going to do a story out of American Samoa. Okay. Uh, and so then I, I found one, and that's what this is. <laughs> there is one story. <laughs> there is pretty much. It's so I'm going to tell Samoa. you the story about the Atuloma Girls School, which is in American Samoa. Okay. Mm. Now, first, a little background information for you. Okay. So American Samoa is not normal Samoa. No. Wikipedia really wants you to understand they are different places with different rules. They are different it's countries. A, one okay. is American, and the other yes. is not. Yeah, so American Samoa is actually not a state the way that like Guam or Puerto Rico is. It's an unincorporated territory of the U.S. Mm. So citizens are not American citizens. They're naturalized. They are natural, like nationals, but not citizens. Mm. That seems Which unfair. Is it like it changes it, how you come back and forth to America, who you're able to bring into America. It's like a bunch of you don't vote. Vote. You don't yeah. get you don't pay federal taxes. OK. Hmm. But I was like, interesting. They're like the one that's like not actually a state. Mm-hmm. They're the one that got away. <laughs> you know, no, they tried. They tried a lot. Didn't work out for them. And we oh, said, well. no, uh, so, you can't go away. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, no, hey, no. Hey, all no, of no. our that's American cute, Samo- no. Samosa listeners. I, Samosa? Is that racist? I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's a delicious Indian <laughs> it's the wrong treat. Country. Oh. It's a delicious treat. Yeah. Um, so American <laughs> Samoa is made up of five main islands, but it's really made up of three main islands and then a bunch of tiny little islands and really of those three one is like five times bigger than the others Mm. so Mm. it's really one big island and normal Samoa if you're curious is two big islands and a bunch of little other islands okay um, that are much bigger than American Samoa so American Samoa is like the tiny little offshoot of normal Samoa okay if I'm wrong geography nerds don't tell me I don't care I looked at a map this is what I I, that's what it looked like to you and I went, that yep. looks like a bigger island. Done. It's, yep. it's what does so, this island mean to you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What this island, what Samoa means to me. Uh, so the biggest of those in American Samoa is called Tutuala? Yep. Tutuala? Sure. Yeah. Sure. That actually yeah. sounds right. I think sure. I've heard that before. Um, and uh, citizens of American Samoa speak, so quoted Wikipedia, speak American and Samoan. At least they speak American. <laughs> yep, they speak American. I think it said American English, but I was like, really? We um, speak American? Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so American Samoa is about uh, 55,000 people live in American Samoa, and it's about 67 square miles of landmass, which is approximately the same size as Washington, D.C. Okay. Hmm. If you were like looking to compare. Now, how um, many Illuminati uh, street signs are there? And and seventeen. Okay. Just seventeen. Is, is the whole city laid out in a in a Dan Brown novel? Yes. Style. Horrifying. Yes, it is. And, and they're all they're all on ley lines. Okay, perfect. Yep. That's a, that's what. There's lizard. Now we're getting somewhere. <laughs> yeah. There's lizard people. They live in the jungles. <laughs> right. Um, so American Samoa is the southernmost uh, American territory, U.S. territory, and it's only it's one of only two territories that we own south of the equator. Ooh, and what's the other, the other one, one isn't the. I did look it up. I thought Bob would ask. The other one is an island that nobody lives on. Oh, okay, oh, cool. It was nice of us to get that. Yep. Uh, and if you were curious, uh, the Samoan islands are basically they're like if you if you kind of drew a line from the northeastern corner of Australia to Hawaii. 
Uh-huh. They're kind of halfway in the middle of that. Mm. Oh, okay. That's okay. kind of where they are. They're in the middle of the ocean. That's the ley line we were talking about. Yeah, that's the ley line. Hell yes. Um, so they, uh, their largest export is tuna. <laughs> and the country that buys 95% of their tuna export is America. No oh, shit. That's our basic, tuna. Yeah, they're just a tuna farm. Oh, okay. I should go visit. You should go yeah. visit. Be like, no, I think we need to like set up shop for fancy tuna <laughs> in American Samoa. Uh, so they also have by far, like like overwhelmingly by far, they have the highest rate of uh, military enlistment of any other uh, like American territory. Really? And I and I think it's because once you serve in the military, you become an American, American. citizen. Yeah. Oh. I think that's Got why. It. But it's like they have one tiny little recruitment center on like one of the islands and it still beats out like the seven in Los Angeles. Jeez, wow. you know? Like so many people join yeah. up in the military. I yeah. thought these fucking guys just love tanks or something cool. Like, hey, we want... No, I think they want money and they want out yeah. is my assumption. Or they want to at least, you know, they want they want that taxation with representation. You know what I'm saying? Like, they want Well, they're to not taxed. Exactly. Oh, they... They want, want representation. representation. They want repre- they're going to get representation without taxation. They get best of both worlds. Way to go, American Samoa. Well, they get, they're not federally taxed, but they're still like American taxed up by their like, ah, local government. Yeah. yeah. Um, so in case you were curious, when we as America decided that Samoa was ours. Yeah, um, I did. In, eight, in 1899. Okay. Uh, apparently Germany and the U.S. were both had set up shop on the islands and they just decided, look, this part's ours and this part's yours. And they split it. So they just drew a line down way- the middle of the country and were like, okay, done. Well, there's really like there's there's a group of big islands up north, and then there's still a bunch of little islands down south. And it's like Germany was like most of our people, most of our peoples are up here, so we'll take these. And America was like, we gonna take these southern ones. Bigger and then is better. Samoan people were like, I don't, I don't. Where did we vote on this? I don't remember. Yeah, you, I you don't get to just take no. this. That we were here already. <laughs> yeah, and at some point, I know Germany had a couple bad years there, but at some point. The Samoa won back their independence from Germany. Oh, good. But American Samoa, not so much. Yeah, no. Uh, we we they Germany had a few rough years. We we didn't. Yeah, not yet. America not yet. number Maybe. one all the way every day. <laughs> Maybe now's your moment, American Samoa. Yeah, rise now up, make yeah. yourself take, an independent take country. Take advantage of this. Um, Withhold of that rise- tuna. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of rising up and becoming independent, uh, weirdly, like, makes sense at this moment. But during the uh, 1918 flu epidemic, where, like, everyone all over the whole goddamn world was dying, mm-hmm. yeah. um, American Samoa was one of three nations who were island nations who were able to just close themselves off completely and no one died. They were like New Zealand now. Yeah, good for them. Yeah, kind of. <sighs> Smarty they literally pants. had no, they had no deaths that That's were like awesome. considered preventable deaths because of the disease. Whereas like the northern, the German part of Samoa yeah. uh, had a 90% infection rate. Oh, shit. But they, but they literally just closed their ports and any boat that wanted to come in had to quarantine for a month offshore before oh. they came in. Wow. And every other country got pissed, including America was like, you can't do that. And yes, they were we like, can. make us... You make you yeah, come over here and make us. No, you're gonna we're, die of the flu before you get yeah. here. Fuck You'll off. You'll be dead of the flu by the time you get here, jackass. Well, and like it's 1918, you can't fly. No. And if you nope. try and take a boat, our ports are closed. You literally can't come here. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Yell so at me from like miles offshore? Yeah. I don't sit there on the deck of the ship. They're just gonna cough. Hey! Hey! This is bullshit. Hey! <laughs> Let me cough on your island. Yeah. 
<laughs> I just thought that was an interesting little tidbit. I like it. Um, so that's a little background about American Samoa because I, as an American, knew absolutely none of that. That's appropriate for being American because oh, I didn't yeah. either. Yeah. So now we move on to the actual haunted location. So the Atuloma Girls School is on that big main island in American Samoa of Tutalua. Um, and the girls' school is in Afeo. Yep. Sure. Afau. Sure. Yep. Uh, which is like one of, it's like the Necro second or third Feo. biggest city on that biggest island. Okay. okay. Um, so historically, before these schools were built, um, historically, uh, boys went to school, but Samoan girls were educated in the home. Ugh. And most of their education focused on sort of like cultural norms and Cooking. like customs of the, yeah. it was basically like home ec kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah, home act taught by your mom. Yeah. yeah, and your like aunties and stuff. Yeah, they weren't like learning math. Um, so then in the this early is a house 19- of learned homemakers. <laughs> this is a house of learned cross stitch or sweepers. So then in the early 1900s, a company called the London Missionary Society came down and mm-hmm. they went to a bunch of island nations in that area. But they came to that big island and they built up two big schools. Uh, Atuloma was the second school that they built. Mm-hmm. And the first school they built was a boys school. And then they built a girls school, like pretty much immediately one right after the other. Nice. Which is pretty cool because girls schools didn't exist before then. Oh, no. Yeah. It's also um, now be like you can get some learning. Yeah, and like this was at the point where the the indigenous religion was being pushed out heavily by Christianity, so it was like mm. a big hot thing for like Jesus to come in and help you build a school. Yeah. yeah. Um, funnily enough, though, Jesus didn't pay for the school; the locals paid for it. Oh, great! Oh, great! The London Missionary Society just like facilitated the building and like helped with the teachers, but actually the locals paid and like provided the labor for it because they wanted their kids to have a place to go to school. Oh. Well, Well, very progressive. I'll accept your Jesus if it means my kid can learn how to read. Yeah, like this is early 1900. This is like 1910 or something. So like that feels really progressive. Damn. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know much uh, about Samoan culture. I can't really speak to mm -mm. what their deities were like before the Jesus. So maybe I don't know. No. Maybe like I don't know. He's got groovy long hair. We got groovy long hair. It's cool. I, I looked up like uh, like Simo and like folklore related to ghosts to see if there was anything there. Yeah, and it was a lot of the same like Pele related to the Hawaiian myths and stuff. Oh, okay. But they but they also believe in something called ghost sickness, which is basically like you're possessed by a ghost and you're sick and then you die. And it was obviously the ghost's fault. Oh, okay. Oh. If if they couldn't figure out what the flu was, they'd just be like, "Man, you got ghosts. Yeah. You died. You died from you the died ghost, ghost sitting." Yeah. The, the 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 number of ghost deaths went down with the invention of emodium. Yeah, exactly. There's no one's pooping themselves to death down here. <laughs> I don't know that there was a lot of pooping to death out there. I don't know. You never know, know, man. They, I, I bet they got uh, amoebas out there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the school consists of like school buildings uh, like it's a it's a big it's one big building so it sort of looks like if you imagine a um, like Caribbean plantation uh-huh. like big white two story wrap around like veranda porch sort of I can thing. imagine that's it sure it, that's what it looks like it's also um, it was the first two story building built on the island and it was the first building built out of concrete on the island whoa and, and to this day, it's like one of the only two-story buildings on the island, apparently. Wow. Um, so it's a school and dorm so that the older girls would go, like from neighboring villages, would come there so they could live there and go to school and get their learning. And then by 1913, the school had moved past, because at the beginning, they were really just teaching women about Jesus and like teaching them to become like the wife of a preacher. Great. Okay. Cool. That's not good education. 
Yeah, but then by 1913, the education had rounded out so much so that the, like, main nursing school, which was run by the Naval Academy, which was, like, actually American schools, Mm -hmm. uh, like an American school, started pulling all of the graduates from Atuloma to come to their nursing school because these were, like, educated women. Yeah, they could read a chart. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, And they, like, understood how, how schooling worked and stuff. Yeah. So they really were getting an education by 1913, which seems crazy to me. I feel like we did not do that in America, in uh, normal America. Yeah, the education we got was not great. It was probably I can't just speak like, to it. Uh, if anything, or it was to like third grade, and then it was like, all right, go get married. Okay, that's yeah, go pop out some babies. Um, so in the 1970s, the school was shut down. Um, But then it continued to be lived in by both like Americans who were coming like American actual citizens who were coming out from America Mm -hmm. and just like needed a place to stay. Sure. And by like various missionaries from all over the world. Fucking squatters Um, rights. (laughs) Squatters (laughs) rights. But they they weren't really squatting. It was kind of like a. They were sitting normally. Hotel. Shut up. Get out. That was a good joke. (laughs) And I stand by it. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> um, but then in the in like the early nineteen uh, nineties, apparently they started having fights about like who actually owned the property because they were like we own the building and the other people were like we own the land. So then oh, like it, it, everyone started to move out and then it started to fall into disrepair and then a couple hurricanes came through and like damaged the roof. Uh. And at this point, the jungle has basically taken it back. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah, so it's badass. Like uh, it's a lot of like we're gonna like harvest bamboo from the. From school? this, like, school room, because it's just the jungle has eaten the building. Cool. Go harvest it from the bathroom. That's got the p- yeah. top quality bamboo. Yeah. And so much fertilizer. All the fertilizer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the location is said to be haunted, and it said it's mostly haunted by the ghosts of girls who died there while it was a school. Mm. So even while, like, American missionaries were staying there, they were like, it's haunted by the ghosts of these girls. Um, but there, all these ghosts are controlled by this one main spirit who uh, used to possess the schoolgirls nope. while it was a school and would sometimes kill those girls. And then those girls' ghosts are the ones that are stuck in the building. Uh, well, that's unfair. They didn't have a choice. I know, they were... like stuck with the, I know you're stuck with the dickhead who killed you. Yeah. And then you're dead. Yeah, not... It's not fair. Creepy and terrible. Yeah. And I hate it. Uh, um, so then I couldn't find a lot of like firsthand accounts just because a lot of... Um, a lot of Americans don't go down there to ghost hunt. It's not the easiest location to get to. But I did find an episode of Ghost Hunters International. Yes! Where they went, and I learned two things. One, Ghost Hunters International is 60 to 70% Americans. Yep, yep. Not quite international. And two, jo- Josh Gates, who I thought that was his show, is not on the show. So I don't know which show I was thinking of. You were thinking of Destination... Truth? Something like that. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is none of these are Josh Gates. No. Um, so I will. In, so I watched the episode to get the ghost stories. So let me run you through this episode of Ghost Hunters International. So we meet the cast first. So first is Barry, who is a British man, and he is the lead investigator. British Barry. All right. Yeah, British Barry. Then there's Chris. It's a girl Chris with a K. Ooh. And she mm. is the co-lead investigator. Okay. That's some bullshit. Hashtag feminism. Yeah. Why can't they both be co-leaders? Hashtag be happy with what you got. Hey, no. (laughs) I want equality. Hashtag no. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Then we meet Joe, Susan, and Scott, who are all investigators. All of these people, American. Okay. And then the only other British guy is the guy named Paul, who is the tech. Okay, tech he's Paul. Like their, he's like their Jay. Their, yes. <laughs> is he just as like doughy and stupid? 
Well, you know what's funny? Here's what I disliked about <laughs> Ghost Hunters International is it's four guys and two girls. Mm-hmm. The girls are both incredibly cute and thin. And mm. all of the guys are like first season Aaron. Like, oh. it's not it's not an, one of these things is not like the other I was oh. like this doesn't feel like fair casting but then at the same time you gotta give them credit because at least there are women on the show at least there are women that's true um, so and how the show incredibly works incredibly low like bar a, <laughs> they do a little bit of background information they like talk to people about the location then like 10 minutes in they're in fucking lockdown oh, and the damn. whole show is them being in lockdown and when shows don't fake paranormal evidence sometimes gets real dull yes yes it is uh, and then the last like 10 minutes of the show is like them going over because they're basically just like we'll see if we caught anything on camera and then they like go back over everything at the end to see if there's anything else right. we'll see if so we caught anything on camera we didn't <laughs> nope we didn't yeah spoiler alert they didn't oh um, so we so we meet Xena warrior Zena? princess Zena. no a warrior prince he's a boy oh we meet Xena warrior prince okay. who is a local who the show says that his family owns the land but I also watched this YouTube documentary about the location that was produced by this guy in like 10 years earlier oh, and he'd yeah. never been to the location before and didn't know anything about it. So, so he I think owns it. He's just a local. I think he's just a local who like knew about the location at that point and yeah. had camera experience. And they were like, pretend you own this building. Exactly. They're like, okay. look, uh, no one's here to stop us. We need permission from somebody. We'll take it from you. Yeah. Um, so then uh, Xena Warrior Prince uh, tells us that the legend of the haunted location is because a thousand years ago, many, mm. many moons ago, uh, the uh, the king of Samoa and the chieftain of all the Samoan islands okay. was like doing a little trip. He was doing his little rainbow tour. Mm-hmm. Uh, like he's a Vita. And while he was visiting this island at this location, he mysteriously died. Oh, he got infested by a ghost? Yeah, or maybe he died of the shits. Who knows? So he mysteriously dies. What's going on around? So now his ghost is there, and it's pissed because he was king and he didn't want to die. Yeah, I'd be too. So his name is Tuya Tuna. Tuya Tu Tuya Tuna. Tuya Tuna. What's bring that tuna to you? It's like his his name is like Tonya or like Tunya. But then as the investigators are like shouting out to him. Two of the investigators are very strong Boston guys, and it just sounds like they're screaming, Tony. They're like, Tony! Hey, Tony! Tony! (laughs) Hey, Tony the ghost! It'd be wicked awesome if you could just, you know, pop up. Yo! Hey, Samo! You gotta show up for the investigation, kid! 20 minutes! Come on, Tony! Yeah. Uh, So we'll just call him Chief Tony. All right. Uh, and Chief Tony does not like it when women let their hair down. It's a sign of disrespect to him. He is a king. Oh, did and not Tony know that. does not. Oh, and Tony does not like it when women wear hibiscus flowers in their hair. I don't know why. Also, uh, rude. Yeah. Uh, and or so he could be allergic. Maybe he died from the shits from eating a hibiscus. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe he had a weird allergic reaction, and that's the mysterious uh, death. Um, but as uh, fucking solving Prince- murders out here. Call me Zach Baggins. As a Xena warrior prince is taking them around the location, they like go into each room and he explains that like these are the things that have happened in this room. Um, and then like British Barry would be like, mm, that's interesting. Shall we move along? Like <laughs> every, he just every room. Mm, that's interesting. Shall we move Shall along? Didn't bother to do any follow-up questions. Didn't really give a shit. It's actually not Ooh, interesting. You know that's what? just what I say to be polite. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This is also interesting. Shall we move along? Moving along. Moving on now. 
Um, so then they, they walk through, basically there's four main locations that have hauntings Uh that they're going to investigate and how they do their investigations is they break their six person team up into three teams of two. Great And then each of the teams sort of rotate to various locations. So like throughout the course of the episode, like everyone makes it to the haunted mango tree, but they all go at different times. Okay. So for the interest of this recap, I have condensed them down by location. That's the way it should be done. By the way, Ghost Hunters International, take note. Yeah. Hope you're watching. Um, They're so saying the fir- no. <laughs> so the first location used to be the courtyard. So it actually has always been exposed to the elements. So the jungle has really taken uh-huh. it back. There's basically just a bamboo forest within this courtyard now. Oh, cool. cool. And and Xena Warrior Prince tells us a story about a man who had come into this location. He's not supposed to, but he had come in to harvest bamboo because it's like a really easy place to harvest bamboo. Yeah. Um, and while he was harvesting bamboo, he said he started to get like really upset. Like someone, he felt like someone really didn't want him there. And then he was pushed. And then when he got home, the hand that was holding the machete that was like chopping down the bamboo yeah. had a huge handprint on it. Whoa. Like someone had grabbed him and Ooh. been like, stop cutting down my fucking bamboo. I like this bamboo. It ties the room together. Go away. Yeah. Um, so then they did a bunch of stuff. They yelled at the ghost. They tried to cut down the bamboo to like get the ghost to interact with them. Yeah. Nothing happens. Mm. Nothing happens in the bamboo courtyard. Well, shit. Um, That's disappointing. Then they also go to the graveyard. So the graveyard is apparently where the girls who actually died of being possessed by this evil chief spirit were buried. And it's like unmarked graves in an unmarked cemetery because they were like, we want to be respectful and like lay these girls to peace, but we don't want anyone over here. But that's Um, it. We don't want anything else to do with these bitches. Well, and what's interesting is in the 2007 documentary I watched on YouTube that featured Xena Warrior Prince, yeah. he and his cousin like go find the graveyard and they're like, we're not going to take you up in there because it's disrespectful. Like, we don't know who these girls are. It could be someone's mom. It could be someone's sister. So yeah. like, out of respect, we don't go up there, but we know where they are. And like, these are the slabs. Like, they have these stones that like mark where each body is and stuff. Mm-hmm. They like explain it to us. So then when Ghost Hunters International shows up, Trudge right Xena up Warrior the- Prince Xena Warrior Prince is like, there's a cemetery over there. I don't know where it is. But you can look for it. And then they never find it. But I'm like, I know you know where it you, is. Oh, I love it. He knows that they're going to just walk you up know, there, trace the all up. over it, fuck yeah. everything up, disturb the dead, and, and then cause issues for Xena Warrior Prince to deal with after they Super leave. fucking yes. disrespectful, these white people. And it's so funny because it's like they're gravestones. So they're like, they're stone markers. They're not tombstones. They're not above mm. ground. Um, and they're just traipsing through a jungle being like, we could be right on top of it and we wouldn't even know. And I'm like, yeah, because it's jungle. Yeah. It's jungle and it took it back 20 years ago. Oh my God. <laughs> so they don't find it, but they go to where that they think it is and nothing happens. <laughs> Um, so then we go to uh, some of the the lower east room which was one of the classrooms which is adjoining to the back balcony which is like that like I said that huge balcony that sort of wraps around the whole building mm-hmm. um, and these are some of the like more active locations for ghost hunters um, and they say that the ghost of a Fijian voodoo woman Whoa. lives within this a space Fijian? she from a Fijian voodoo woman what does Fijian mean from Fiji from Fiji oh <laughs> I was thinking F A G E A N, not oh, like, F I G. Like Vagian, like it's, she's from a vagina. No, no F, fudgy, mm. not. I mean, I mean, it could be a vagian. I don't it's know. It's a fake vagine. It's a fudging. 
Is it? It's a foreign vagina. It's a vagine. Vagine. Uh, no. So a, a woman of Fiji who is also a voodoo practitioner, and they're like, yeah. Apparently, one of the students was like a a person from Fiji who was a voodoo practitioner, and she died while she was in school here. And mm. I was like, this feels like you just shoehorned this ghost into your storyline. Absolutely. Yeah, there's a good chance yeah. of that. Um, but so the so within the lower e- the lower lower east room you'll see this fijian woman mm-hmm. um and along the back balcony you'll see and the the people kept calling them quote colored faces oh god which made me really nervous but they mean green and red they like mean actual like, colors yeah, they mean actual colors Face. not racist yes. faces <laughs> but it was a solid six minutes of saying colored faces before i knew they meant green oh, and i was geez. like this is awkward w- would you not say no, knowing that you're in a foreign land, use the actual colors that you saw. The faces are red uh, and green. Yeah. It's very spooky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, because one of the girls is like very. Um, I can't explain her accent without being rude. So I'm just going to say like she sounds like she rolled out of a trailer park. So she's like talking about colored faces. I'm oh, like, I don't love this. No. I don't love this. Like, uh, um, these faces just color. Like, this ain't the first time you're saying yeah, that. Yeah, she's like a little, little too comfortable with the word. I think is what made you upset. Yeah, yeah, it was a little. How the easily it rolled from the saying tongue. It. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so then, uh, British Barry explains that quote voodoo happens from drums and then he's very upset that they didn't bring any drums and then when he does his investigation he keeps yelling at the fijian voodoo woman that he wished he had brought her a drum but he didn't she doesn't care she's like great i thought you would say what i should have there was a cutout in your feed and i thought you said that voodoo comes from drones and i was like (laughs) oh that's a weird one like wouldn't have made that helicopters (laughs) yeah which i didn't know that voodoo comes from drums but now i know thank you british barry we're all learning a lot today Uh, or does it let's be honest does it um while joe and scott who by the way are the boston boys um one of which is like a pudgy asian man so it's weird for him to like have a boston accent um but they hear a noise uh they hear they do hear a weird noise it is a really weird unexplained noise it's like somewhere between a creaky door and a chicken if that makes sense I mean, I, I no, but I'm I'm into it. It's, like, wait, wait, like, I'm gonna guess it sounds like to, this. Wait, wait. You you need to do <laughs> the sound. It? Was that it? You're not far off. It was like. Okay, okay. It's like it's like I don't know what that noise was either, mm. and they're never able to identify it. But then they say that the noise is quote too heavy to be an animal. What How does that? that mean? What? What does that oh, mean? I didn't know sounds a, had weight. That well, when it's like that, it has a like. Oh, that's that's um, heavy as shit. And while other no, this British is heavy band, shit. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You got yeah. a good point. Yeah, disturbed is out there. Yes. They're yeah. down with the sickness. They're down with the sickness that mysteriously killed the chieftain. That killed the chieftain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and while whilst other British man, British Paul, was there with uh he is teamed up with the one of the American girl investigators. And so she tells him, like, go out on the balcony. And she says, If you go out there and it doesn't collapse, I know I can go out there. She like oh, weight shames him. <laughs> you fat shame that man. And he goes, Hey, wait. He's like insulted in his like very proper British way, which is very funny. He is like he's got seventy pounds on her, so Dude, at that point you gotta I mean, be like, at that what? point you kind of have to own it, right? Like, uh, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, that's true. No, he just yelled at her for fat shaming him on television. <laughs> you know, nobody jammed all those um, bangers and mash into your pie hole there. I did. Oh, yeah. Well. Um, call me Freddy Krueger. Uh, and then Paul, uh, while he's out, whilst he's out on the balcony being a weight tester, he claims that he hears someone say his name, and he says it sounds quote like a whisper, but shouting. So not a, a shouted whisper. That means. So not hey! a shouted whisper. Hey! But. Paul, Paul. I his name. My shout whisper. Paul. But, and none of the cameras pick it up. So I'm just like, I don't know. That seems like maybe. So that's didn't not a shout. Sure. That's a whisper that no one hears. Good times. And like when they look back at the footage, there is some like weird red light that shows up and then a weird green light that shows up. And it's like it's night vision footage. So nothing should be red. Mm. So it is odd. Hmm. Um, and they can't explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they didn't see it while they were actually investigating. They saw it like as they were going back through the footage uh. later. It sounds like a light anomaly. It sounds <laughs> like a light anomaly. Yeah. Exactly. It, sound, it sounds like a banging noise that sounds like a bang. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever that was. Um, so then the last location is this haunted mango tree, which really had the most activity. So this mango tree is like, it's a big tree and then there's a big rock next to it. And apparently the rock is like where the chief actually died. He was like sitting on that rock when he died. And now if you sit on that rock, you're very likely to become possessed by him and then maybe die yourself. Mm. Um, And they talked to a couple local women who are like very old now and at some and like went to the school when they were little girls. And they were like, yeah, there was always these rumors that like uh, because they they ate a lot off of like the bananas and the mangoes Mm -hmm. that grew in the area. And they were like every year during mango season people would get possessed and eventually we figured out like it's this rock in this tree and we all started avoiding it and the possession stopped happening oh damn yeah that's interesting it's interesting that you like figured it out that you were like oh it's mango season is when the possessions start and then they like narrowed it down to this one tree that's good contact tracing yeah Yeah, it's it really is yeah (laughs) fucking ancient Samoans (laughs) had it figured out um so this uh yeah so this mango tree had a lot of activity like i said every team went there at some point so all of the teams heard like weird growling noises none of this picked up on camera of course all of them saw like black figures or shadows moving through the space Mm. um again it's it's all like night vision so it's really hard to see yeah um there was also some weird uh green light anomalies found on their later footage of this space as well Mm. um and it's weird. It almost looks like because they like blink on and then go away. So it almost looks like one green Christmas light in the jungle and then it goes away. Could it be a but lightning bug? Well, but it's it's black and white footage because it's night vision. Oh. So Could it be so that they have we- shitty cameras? <laughs> I mean, that's a distinct possibility. Speaking of which, at some point they have a still camera set up and the camera just starts taking pictures like crazy. Oh. Like it just decides it wants to take pictures and just and you can hear the camera clicking the exposures. Yeah. And it like builds to a crescendo and then stops. Whoa. Um and it's digital. Oh, so that it's looks like, like these it, like, ran out of film. Looks like these ghosts are real shutter bugs. Um so at one point uh whilst uh, Chris, female investigator, is out there. She is like apparently the Zach Baggins of the group because she likes to yell at these spirits. Mm. So she's like, Tanae, you appear so big and powerful. Like, do something. Like, show me you're out here. Do something to show me your power. And then, weirdly, all of the crickets, the noise of the crickets becomes 10 times louder. Oh. 
Um, and then Whoa. they're like, that's, they're like, that's the so weird. Do you hear that? Do you hear that? And then British Barry is like, if you're controlling the crickets, make it stop. Yeah. And then like 30 seconds later, the crickets go back to the normal level. Oh, I wish I and, had power over the crickets. Yeah, cricket powers. Well, so then Not Chris, super useful. <laughs> not at all. So then, so then Chris is like, that's a pretty shitty superpower. If you're this big, powerful chieftain and all you can do is control crickets, like Don't show me what else him. you got. You can't it's, do that, Chris, with a K. Um, and yeah, that's a fair starts, point. You know, it's like it's a shitty superpower, but it is a fucking superpower. You I don't know. have it. Let's see you control crickets, bitch. Yeah. Chop, chop, bitchy. Um, so then she's like, yeah, let's see what else you got. Like, that's not impressive to me at all. Do something else. Tanay. And then it immediately starts pouring down rain. Ah! Oh, God. Fine. And then Take they're that. like, please make it stop. And then the rain stops. Damn. It's pretty cool. That's cool. Um, that's pretty legit, though. It's, I think, the most evidence they uh, they got. But it's not the most entertaining evidence they got. Because whilst other female investigator, Susan, was there, she is trying to, she's basically like, use my energy. You can use my energy. But she says, you can touch me if you want to. Oh, that's a different. Whoa. That's, we're getting yep. in the sexy town. Yeah, and she pulls her hair down and she puts a hibiscus behind her ear. Whoa. Two things she was not supposed to do. Whoa. He, and the then, chief does not like this. I know. So then something touches her knee and then she's like, whoa. And then she sits on the rock uh-huh. that you're not supposed to sit on. And she dies? And then she, jump, oh. she jumps up and screams. Did she say, oh, fuck her, that? And then has her, Tuna laughing at her in the background? <laughs> it really reminded me of your reaction on our <laughs> It really was very similar. All right, good. But she jumps up and screams. And then her British counterpart is like, what happened? Like, what, what's happening to you? And she says, and I quote, something just caressed my butt. <laughs> got a little saucy Car- silk. Mm. Caressed. She's like, it wasn't. It wasn't like a poke. It was like, yeah, something caressed my butt. Straight up, got grab a handsy. Woo. Yeah, she got super handsy. Um, and whilst that's happening, they have a melmeter out, and the melmeter starts going crazy. Oh. Oh wow. Um. So it's like really like something was happening, and her butt is being caressed after she said, "You can touch me." He Holy had enthusiastic shit. consent. She's that is enthusiastic consent yeah. because you asked, yeah. and he re- you received as well. Yeah, yeah. So then the other team really not a lot happened to them. One of them got goosebumps, and then he felt like he had energy stolen. But it was funny because at one point he's like staring off into the darkness of the jungles of Samoa, uh-huh. and he screams into the jungle, "Is there something in the jungle we should be afraid of? Everything, and I'm like, definitely. Everything in that jungle you be afraid of." There's snacks. There's like <laughs> fucking bugs. Crazy ass bugs. Bugs will bite your face off. Oh God. Yeah. So I was just like, that's a dumb question to ask a ghost because mm-hmm. the ghost is like not the apex predator of the jungle. I don't think. No, no. I'd imagine not. No. Um. So that was all the evidence that they gathered, and then they meet up with Xena Warrior Prince again and like walk him through everything, and he's like, Yeah, those lights are weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I yeah. Hear. And he heard some stuff that like they were like, we can't. Uh, make out what it's saying and he was like oh they're speaking native Samoan um and they said um I think they said like come over here or like come to me or like something to that extent hey baby mm-hmm. but I thought that was interesting that like the best EVPs they got were they they were like it sounds like someone's mumbling or muttering and then he was like no they're speaking Samoan damn hmm. that's of pretty- course they were which makes it seem like maybe it is these Samoan uh, like women who were stuck there with the big Samoan chieftain who killed them because he died on his rock. Yeah, and then the the Samoan girl ghosts are like, "No, you cannot touch my butt." So they're just waiting for the next person to come and be like, "Hello, touch my tuchus." Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You They're can like, touch, touch her butt, leave our butts alone. Yep. That, yeah, it, it gave them a free night, if anything. Yeah, they were like, we're tired of you touching our butts. You've been touching our butts for a hundred years. Touch someone else. This is a century of quality butt touches. <laughs> quality. Quality. That's uh, questionable. Hey, man, not everybody gets their butt caressed by a king. All right, let's settle that. That's down. very true. It's pretty special. Um, anyway, so that is the story of the Atuloma Girls School in American Samoa. Yeah. It seemed to be the most haunted thing in American Samoa. Which the I couldn't find a lot of firsthand ghost accounts because a lot of American bloggers don't go there. Sure, I found a lot of like archaeologists who thought it was really cool for a bunch of reasons that had nothing to do with ghosts. Ghosts, yeah, but yeah, well, poop, haunted mango tree, butt touching, (laughs) good times. That's all I got for you. I like it. it. All right, Right. well, stick around. Shall we move on? And then I'll come back and yell at you, and then we'll have another story. Yeehaw! Hey everybody, it's your old pal engineer Bob, and I'm made entirely out of coconuts. Hey, I'd like to thank It's Hard to Find a Username for submitting an incredible iTunes review. Hey, if you'd like to review the show, you should do it. Go on iTunes, five stars, write some nice words. We gotta have those nice words. I like the stars, but I like the words better. It helps us move up the charts. Do us a favor, would you? Cripes! Uh, anyway, we also, if you'd like to send us some show, show suggestions for the future, you know, something you want us to talk about, just go to boozebrewspodcast.gmail.com. Send us an email, and then you can tell us whatever you want. It'll be a good time. Hey, by the way, if you'd like to support the show in a monetary fashion, you can go to patreon.com slash where we have audio episodes, video episodes, and show sketches that I do throughout the show. It's a good time. You should support us there. Also, we have a bunch of great social media websites where you can come talk to us. We have an Instagram at... We have a Facebook at Booze and Bruce. And we have a Twitter at Booze and Bruce. All right, that's enough for me. And now back to the show. Whoa. Welcome I back. We did it. We did it. You did it. And I believe in you and you believe in me. We got the show and you can do whatever you want to. You know what I want to do? You what do you want to do? I want to talk about more Haunted Polynesia. I want to hear do about it. it. So, is there mangoes? Are there coconuts? No and no. Well, what I, is there? I feel like I have failed in the whole tiki thing of it. No, I went low-hanging fruit, and I'm going to tell you all about the Hawaiian State Capitol building. Okay. Oh, okay. Get excited. I'm excited. So, imagine you are all the way back in the year of our Lord, 1959. <laughs> oh, man, reaching way back in the way back machine. Hawaii has just become number 50. Woo! Congratulations. Against, against their wishes. Yes, we're going to get to that in four seconds. So, okay. yes, uh, Hawaii's story with America does date back much farther uh, than 1959. And relations were never great. Um, I mean, they were great until we stole them. Sure. So back in 1893, Queen Lily Okalani was overthrown by a group of native Hawaiians, U.S. citizens, and other foreign residents who were living on the uh, in Honolulu. Real populist uprising there. Yes, they called themselves yeah. the Committee of Safety. Committee of oh, Safety. Oh God! The, yeah, that's, sees the means of production. The, yeah, uh, that that has a, that has a little Illuminati ring to it, man. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. Um, this committee managed to convince the then U.S. Secretary of State John Foster that um, American that's lives. That's Australian it, for beer. Mm-hmm. It is, and it's garbage. Just like he's also this a man, man that loves banana desserts. Bananas Foster loves to steal island nations. Yeah, the inventor of the Bananas Foster. This guy's got a lot of stuff going for him. Really, I mean, and also assisting in the stealing of the Hawaiian. Well, tell us more about that. No, so there's really not much. So uh, the there's a lot, but I'm not getting into it. Um, But 
Foster was convinced that uh, in order to protect American lives and property, which is false, because there was no weird uprising, there was no anything, this was just the Committee of Safety's way of getting the United States Marines involved, and it did. So they... Oh no, they sent in the National Guard. They no. were just they trying to protest black lives, man. That's, that's all, we're trying all to they do. were trying to do. They, these people were just trying to live, and uniformed Marines came in. So needless to say, uh, very soon after the coup, the Republic of Hawaii was formed, and and was annexed by the U.S. shortly thereafter in 1898. Oh, how convenient. How convenient. Um, so up until that point, uh, there were a lot of people, but Americans were there mostly for sugar. Once US, the U.S. decided that it could make a shit ton of money on sugar, we sort of very slowly mm. took over until we literally did in 1898. So um, why is like our sugar daddy? Oh yeah, sugar mama. Wait, is this Hashtag like a feminism? Is this this thing like where, where like a bunch of business people got together and like that sugar be be very useful? We should just get Hawaii. Yes, and well, there was also they were. This is a part side part story, I guess, but uh, they were worried Japan would come over and and. Oh, and then they would get the sugar annex because yeah. this was well. This is 1959, so or during no, the famed actually, sugar wars of no, 1959, no, sorry, back in the 1890s. But this was like Japanese imperialism is building up, and mm. so they didn't want Japan to take Hawaii to get that sugar. They didn't want Hawaiian, or yeah, they're like the Japanese well, are gonna I, fuck up sugar. Yeah, and guess what? What did we end up doing? Went to corn syrup anyway. You can't even have sugar in your fucking coke or inside your Snickers bars. We should have just let Japan have it. <laughs> No, we couldn't because Americans love to be fat. That's Oh, that's accurate. a great point. That. We love all the sugar. Wasn't it like American businessmen owned a bunch of the sugar plantations yes. and they were like, if this was America, my taxes would be better? Yes. I yeah. think that's exactly mm. what it is. It's just yeah. a money. It's all money. There you go. Yeah. Um, it was literally like rich white men stealing things from brown women. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Proud tradition. Yeah. Because yeah. American yeah. is apple pie. It really is. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yep. So recognizing the oopsie that the United States did, um, I didn't know this. In 1993, the apology resolution was passed, which... Ign- sorry, we stole your name. Yes! Oh, whoopsie duties. <laughs> which acknowledged... You can't the, have it back, but we're sorry. Which acknowledged the overthrow of the Kingdom of Hawaii occurred with active U.S. participation and that the people of Hawaii never directly relinquished their claims of sovereignty to the United States Oops, but tough shit. You're still a state. Well, what did they yeah. get as a result? Uh, Diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> as a result of the apology? Yeah, what did the apology? A, was it just a, an it apology? Was, it was it. an apology resolution, but there yeah. was nothing nice no. that was getting. They're like, sorry. I suppose it is. Oopsie, it, we, we've bad. passed a non binding resolution to yes, let the people of Hawaii know that we are very sorry, sorry. but we do love the, the sugar. sugar. <laughs> and I those put what? some in my coffee, I spread some on my testicles in the morning. <laughs> Gives me a nice <laughs> get up and go. I let the bees sting my balls. Yes. I don't know why. Gets me moving. <laughs> Literally. Like it, it helps with skin elasticity. Spring in my step when the bees mm. sting my balls. Making my wrinkly dangle downs less wrinkly. Yeah. It's a Botox it, for it, your it's balls. It's Botox for the balls. It's Botox. There's <laughs> <laughs> um, an old Southern remedy. Grandma used to do it. <laughs> southern, southern Polynesia. No, she used to get Grandpa's balls stung because oh, she loved them I smooth see. balls. Okay, now Grandma had yeah. balls. No, Grandma, Grandma had going on down there. Don't judge. Balls. <laughs> Don't judge grandma's balls. 
You don't know what her problems are. She's got <laughs> issues. She, we don't know. Um, so now every state obviously needs a Capitol building. Yes, and this is true. obviously. Especially Hawaii, because up until um, getting its own Capitol building in 1965, the state government was using the Iolani Palace, which was the former royal residence of the people we overthrew. So they like stole her country and then they set up shop in her house. Yeah, pretty mm. much. Okay. Yeah, that's what we did. I mean, that's what happens when a conquering army comes in, though. You know? I suppose, I suppose. But they, I, I like at some point, though, they're like, maybe we should have our own thing. Um, so they did. So in 1965, the second governor of Hawaii put out a call to architects of America mm-hmm. to be like, help us. So it was a joint uh, participation of Hawaiian architects and a company. Architects of America, please reply. Please reply all. Um, but it was two architects companies that got together and did it one out of hawaii and one out of san francisco um and fun fact about that uh after jfk died jackie went to hawaii spoiler alert spoiler sorry oh geez he was a fascinating no i don't gotta sit to the end of the movie (laughs) no the movie called life um jackie went to hawaii to get away from everybody and so she was getting a tour while the the uh, building was being constructed and they had the plans and stuff and she said to the architect hey you know this room would look actually a lot more grand if you raise the ceiling from 10 to 15 feet and so they did oh because when jackie gives you architectural advice yes listen that's yes when mrs kennedy comes by in her bereavement still telling you what to do with your shit you do it. When Mrs. Fancy Hat comes to town, you listen. That's right. I love the idea that like she went in and they were like, oh, I don't know, it'd be really tough to move it up another five feet at this point. She's like, well, my husband did just die, but I suppose you don't have to move it. She's like, I get that that would be hard. Do you know what else is hard? Watching your husband's brain splatter across your dress. That's right. And wearing his brains for days. All right. All right. Yeah. But we, you know what? We'll move the ceiling up five feet. That's <laughs> yeah. fine. That's you know fine. what? You'll just move the ceiling. Yeah, just, just move the ceiling. Do you want to know what the it. warm, f- the feel of warm blood trickling down my face feels like? Move the ceiling. Uh, but anyway. Have you ever had to put your toddler son into a funer- funeral outfit? Yeah. Oh, cute little jacket. Um, awful. Anyway, so the um, building was completed in 1965, and it incorporates a lot of features to symbolize the natural sort of look of the state, which is kind of cool. The look, so, the feel of sugar. Yes, poor hemp. So it's made entirely out of coconut husks. Uh, totally. And bamboo. And and, yeah. and chickens and sugar cane. Yeah, sugar cane, chickens, chicken it's feathers. Entirely, it's made entirely out of sweet and low packets. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Uh, no, poor hemplo. The reflecting pool that surrounds the building symbolizes the ocean that uh, surrounds the state. Sure, heard of it. Um, yes, the cone-shaped legislative chambers symbolize the volcanoes on the island. Love it. Uh, the it columns, symbolize the island's buttholes. Yeah, we need the conical shaped buttholes. Uh, yeah, symbolize Pele's boobs. Yeah, maybe, but you know, delicious. Volcanoes are easier to sell than boobies. Yeah, but like <laughs> then then God's majestic nipples. Yeah, <laughs> yes. the majestic nipples of our Lord. We're in the South Nipple Chamber. <laughs> The South Nipple Chamber. You sound like a haunted door slash chicken. <laughs> You're a door chicken. I did it. 
Um, and it also, the columns around the perimeter of the building resemble the royal palm trees. Um, there is even a bronze statue of the overthrown uh, queen Lili Ukoalani on the side of the, uh, on the ocean side of the building, which can be seen as a, not my words, but the uh, ho- historic Hawaii's website, a bridge between the monarchy and the democracy that replaced it. Sure. That's that boy. exactly what I wrote after that. That's some sure. revisionist history there. A little bit yep. there. I was like, nope. It, nope, it's not like the, the people of Hawaii decided to get rid of the monarchy. We decided for them. Yeah, man, the victors write the history books. Yeah, pretty much. And if the reflecting pools aren't enough to encourage you to come visit, the ghosts should do that as well. There oh. we go. Because this place is just a big... It's just a big government building. It is, and it it looks nothing like your normal state capitol buildings. If you Google it, it's it's it doesn't I've have like the there. great it, domes and all that. Yeah, it looks it like an office like building. A, I was like, it just looks like a government, and it's next to like city hall, which is much cooler looking. Yeah, but the capitol building. Anyway, um, so why are there so many ghosts? Why the, are there? Why? Well, a predominant theory is that the land where the building currently sits. Um, is actually near mass graves that Native house Hawaiian those burial grounds. Hawaiians who died uh, during the Great Measles outbreak of 1848. Oh. Um, it is you believed. survived the flu and then died of the measles. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's those it's those damn anti-vaxxers, man. No, it's 1848, so it was the measles then the flu. Oh, they, sorry, I thought you did they, 1948. They needed they needed a, a vaccine, man. Uh, so all told, about 10,000 people on the island died of the measles in 1848, thanks Europeans. Um, It is believed, uh, though unsubstantiated, that the grounds were also, the mass graves uh, held the children who died. Oh, that's convenient. Mm. Yeah, because they hold more children. They're smaller. Yeah, you can take up more children in a smaller space. It's way more efficient. Exactly. They're compact. The cemeteries are getting overflowy. You can easily, like, tetra stack children in a very small space. They they fit in all the cracks, like, in between all the bigger bodies. Right, right, right. They're squishier. Like, they're still made out of four blocks, like every Tetris block. They're just smaller blocks. Yeah. That's what's great about them. Some of the babies, they still have that soft plate in the head. You just push them right in. Yeah, they're super smushy. (laughs) Super. This is so dark. This is so dark. (laughs) Boozerver is nice. Yeah. Booze and bruise baby heads. Booze and bruise baby heads. That's more booze and bruise at night. Booze and bruise child care. Mm. Ooh, yeah. You want us to babysit? We'll try. Send us an email. Yeah, no, don't. Booze and bruise babysit at gmail dot fuck you. (laughs) Uh, So back to the ghost. Now that we know why and how possibly these uh, this building is haunted, we can get some into the stories. Uh, Are there little kid ghosts? Yeah. Oh, yay. Ooh, little Hawaiian baby ghosts. Has yes. Baggins tried to play with them and or fuck them? Um, no, the Baggins does not fly, so he will never go to Hawaii. Oh, I mean, he could get on a boat. <laughs> the Baggins goes over there, and all he does is he tries to touch their soft spots on their mushy head. That's <laughs> push, push. Yep. poke. And then he finds, like, local women and pokes their soft spots. Sure. Ew. Gross. 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 So, anyway, in the year 2000, um, Senator Bunda became uh, Senate president of Hawaii, uh, their staff decided to use the basement storage room to house their papers and their books, um, including those books containing the Hawaii Revised Statutes. Okay. Ooh, Makes they sense. are That's page what you store. fucking turners, man. Just well, like, books about the law. 
That's what you store in the basement is old books you don't fucking need anymore. Yeah. That's a good, that's a good plan. I, yeah. I agree with this plan. Yeah. It's yeah. a good plan and I stand by it. Good. I'm that's glad. Do it. So every morning, staff would go downstairs and find that the books have moved themselves forward a few inches. Oh. Even forward. though... Every evening, they were pushed back into place. Forward, they're running away. They are. They're trying to like eject They're trying to get themselves back up on the top floor. Be like, God damn it, these are important ass books. It's drafty down here. It is. And especially the most important book, the one that uh, they find is pushed forward the furthest, is the uh, book. It's number six, title 19, which deals with health. Oh. oh, so the, yeah, because it gets real musty underground. You gotta get dehumidifiers, well, so, and these books are tired of being so moist. We're like, we're well, moist books. We don't like it. Also, because well, all the people died of disease, yeah. and they were like, these health books are important. Yep, you mm. should put, put these back upstairs. Um, yes, thinking <laughs> all those dead babies who read all those books. Yeah. yeah. They if just only these help. babies had been smart enough to read, they could have solved all their own problems. They could have cured if their only measles. These babies could have spoken and cured the measles. Yeah. yeah. Stupid babies. So thinking, Stupid, dumb babies. Thinking this was odd, uh, the staff reached out to the person who used the storage room before they did, and she said that her computer keyboard would begin just typing on its own, like making click-a-click-a-click a noise. What would it type? Um, just nothing. Oh. Almost like a child is playing with Butts. a new toy. Butts. Vagina. Boobs. <laughs> um, Titties. Yeah, um, tit, 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 and tit, other tit. people who uh, would go into the storage room would also hear children laughing or crying. Um, oh. And sometimes, hmm. like other people mentioned, that items on shelves would fall over at night, or some items were moved on desks. So it seems like there's been a lot of activity in that room for a long time, and it mostly seems to be children. Yeah, interesting that the children are moving the books. I yeah. guess maybe give them some real fucking toys. See if they leave the goddamn books alone. Yeah, that's what yeah. we need, Zach Baggins. I have this ball. Do you want to have a teddy ball. bear? I have to choose a teddy bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he stares at it for 20 minutes. I'm choosing a teddy bear. It is also believed that the spirit of former governor, uh, John Burns, the man who had this Capitol building created, is, is still hangs out in the lieutenant governor's office. Oh yes, that guy can't go away from work, man. No, he just he loves has his no job work so much. Unlike, no. he's like, I he love this no, building. He has no work afterlife balance. No, no none. <laughs> you know, he's, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life or, or in your afterlife. afterlife. Yeah. So an administrative assistant who your afterlife joke was better. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> So an administrative assistant who worked for the lieutenant governor for four years in the early aughts would note the smell of cigar smoke coming from the front office. <laughs> would note his very particular scent of B.O. Oh, God. It was just it was ripe from the stinky, moment you walked stinky, in. Stinky, stinky, boy. Um, yeah, at, it's humid. This is where it gets at yeah, the same swamp, time. That's not B.O. It's swamp ass. <laughs> it's swamp ass. So at the same That's time. That's Lieutenant Burns swamp ass. <laughs> so at the same it's a, time. It's a distinctly pecan nose to it. <laughs> At the same time, they would smell this governor's swamp ass. Um, the woman would also feel someone playing with their hair. Oh, gross. Um, oh. Like, like She goes, not like somebody was you know, pulling it or touching it. It was almost like they were brushing a feather on the top of her head. Very Joe Biden vibes. It's the, it's the guy from the fucking uh, HR video. Yes. Who like one. is getting too close to you when you're typing or something like that. You he's know? he's oh, the one I, that inspired the HR video. Yeah. I immediately went to, he's teabagging them. <laughs> Not taking a feather and just, no. He's just plopping his balls he's on the top of He's just gently, like he's got his balls all taut. 
Because right. all the bee stings. Because all the, the bee stings. Yep, yep, yep. And he's like, check it out. Feel my taut. Yeah, man. Schnuts. He's just showing them off. I just, I'm so proud of them. I have to show them off. Um, and even if you tried to swat away whatever it is that you feel touching your head, it would keep coming back. Oh. Yeah. Uh, just keep uh, it, laying his balls gently upon gently your, on head. your head. Yeah. yeah. He does not care about enthusiastic consent. No. no. He, no. His, his opinion on that is much different. Um, and even the ghost of Queen Lily Uo Kalani gets in on the action as well. She also puts her balls on your head. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what she had going on down there. We're not here to judge. That's right. Yeah. No, we don't question grandma's balls. Remember? No. Hey, man. <laughs> um, so back in 1982, shortly after the statue of the queen was uh, put up in the uh, kind of atrium area, a staffer noticed a tall Hawaiian woman dressed in a dark colored muumuu walking on top of the wall, bordering the south side of the Capitol building and the reflecting pool. Suddenly, the woman turned to face north, stepped off the wall, and walked across the water. Like Jesus. Oh, um, my God. The staffer recognized the woman as the queen. As Jesus. As Queen <laughs> Jesus. Um, and she told her grandma the story in her grandma's native Hawaiian. And the staffer asked what the significance of seeing the queen walking across the pond could be. And grandma just looks at her and goes, she was probably tired of standing on her platform Wanted to take a walk and look around at her new house and cool her feet, wouldn't you? Oh my God, that's such a cute grandma thing to say. Such her feet were hot. Yeah, wouldn't you want to like take a walk? I mean, this is where you gotta live forever. She was taking her evening constitutional. That's right. Um, but there are a lot more uh, ghost stories from the loud uh, from the Hawaiian State Capitol building, but those are just a few, a smattering of them, if you will. Um, but yeah, it's a, a very haunted office building. I like that it's like kids, creepy ball senator, and the queen. And the queen. There are also ghosts of former senators who are there too, who are like having a party. So yeah, we really we, we don't care on the gamut, man. Yeah, we don't care about them. We care about dead babies. Right. And the queen who's trying to wet her tootsies. Yes. Tootsies wet and ball sacks on your head. That's Hawaii in a nutcase. In a nutcase. <laughs> Speaking of nutcases, let's talk about this beer. This beer's oh delicious. God. It's so good. It's so really, really good. It's Stone's Tiki Escape IPA. It's called A Getaway in a Glass. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It is made with Mosaic, which is a, such a good classic hop. And, and like, then newcomer Sabro. Yeah, I was going to say, sa- I almost said Sango, but that's... Uh, Sango is <laughs> different. That's that kind of dishes you can get from Target. <laughs> Uh, it's a uh, Sabaro. It's a pizza hop. Oh, it's delicious. It's a pizza hands hop. Who doesn't want pizza? Uh, and it's supposed to have notes of stone fruit and coconut. Nope. Stone fruit, maybe. Coconut a little bit. Yeah, I don't know. I really like it. It's, this, is a, this is a fine addition to the, uh, to the, to the stone line. I mean, it's, it is a very stone beer. It's a, it's, it's a power-packed flavor bomb in your mouth. It's and It's super hoppy. Very it's hop forward. It's also what seven point seven percent, so it packs a punch. Yeah, it's powerful. Uh, it's powerful enough that Melissa could not drink it. I took my yeah, four sips and it, I gave it to Bob. <laughs> it says this beer is your evening staycation, and you're right. It is one beer is an evening staycation. If you have two, tomorrow might be a little rough for you. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna get the night heats if you're over thirty. It's just bad. Yeah. Don't yeah. do it. Um, I don't really get, it smells very strong. I yes. don't really get all the fruitiness that it said is supposed to come out of the hops, but I get that delicious stone hoppiness that I love so, so much. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a fun, like I, I think the uh, guy that you got it from at the stone uh, place actually said it was his favorite 
new beer yeah, there. Yeah, he so did. He, he was like really excited for because I was upset I couldn't get Scorpion Bowl, and he was like, "This is better. You're gonna like it more." You know, I do think I like this better than Scorpion Bowl because I, I did think have I that. do too. It yeah. is. I think it's easier drinking. Which I agree is with that. Not great when a beer is 7.7 it probably shouldn't be this easy drinking <laughs> yeah it does go down smooth so be, be wary <laughs> uh, would be drinkers yeah you can get two out of three thumbs trouble. up yeah absolutely one thumb's very down yeah one, one thumb's thumb va- super under down. the table this this thumb didn't even bother to come out it was so it was so disgusted <laughs> uh hey fuck i don't this is a tough one for me and i'm gonna tell you why because this is the part of the show where your old pal bob gets to pick a winner uh if there's one thing i love it's a ghost that touches your butt Caresses your Caresses. butt. It, it does a Caresses good. Caresses your butt. Yeah, uh, but, but it, and it, it kind of goes along with the other uh, ghost who likes to do HR violations by putting his balls on your head. Yeah, yeah it's really weird. We went on a theme. We week. really did. We didn't. And ultimately, we what it. it comes down to is: do I, do I think playing Tetris with babies is more fun than having powers over crickets? Oh, that's that. Okay, so which is it? <laughs> that's a good question. Uh, that's a really good question. Uh, uh, you know what? Because Tetris of, v. Crickets. I think on another day, I think uh, Baby Tetris probably would have won. But I, I think, I think because the world is such a shitty place right now, we're gonna go with powers over crickets. So. <laughs> powers over crickets. Crickets. <laughs> so I'm the cricket master. So there you well have it. Well done, friend. Well done. Oh my goodness. Well, you guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. Yes, come uh, back we, next week. We're gonna have yeah. another beer from Stone. Yeah, we've got I don't know more which one it Stone. is. They're not all IPAs. They are no. mostly IPAs. <laughs> yes, but they're not all IPAs. There might be one that I drink more than two sips of. Yeah. You guys come back and find out. Fingies crossed. Yeah, yeah, come back next week and see if that's what we do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever we do, though, there will be booze. And there will be brews. So, cheers. Cheers. You're fired. <laughs> I fucking wasn't what ready is and that? that sucked. What? Do it again. Do it again. Oh. Okay, here. Better. There you go. I had an iron grip on it and there was no resonance. Fucking idiot. Earn your fucking keep, man.